0: I love my husband, I can't imagine my life without him. I'm just not sure that this is who I'm supposed to be. So we just got the release of Sex Life on Netflix and it was interesting. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. My name is Brandon and this is Film Flare, where we discuss anything and everything that makes film and television great. So be sure to subscribe and let's talk about a great show. Now, this show follows a suburban housewife, mother of two, who takes a fantasy-filled trip down memory lane that sets her perfect present-day life on a collision course with her rollercoaster wildlife past as she spirals out of control trying to balance her sex and her life. The show was based on a memoir, 44 chapters about four men by B.B. Easton, and it was adapted to the screen by Stacy Rucaser, who also served as executive producer on Unreal, another show about somewhat similar topics that I also enjoyed from 2015. One of the first things I immediately noticed about the show was that it felt like it was ripped straight from the mid to late 2000s. Back then, there were a number of different shows about happily married people doing bad things and risking it all for a version of themselves they either wish they could be or wish they could give back to. And this would have fit right in with the cable network's lineup of shows at the time, except for one glaring issue. There is a ton of nudity, like Game of Thrones level, but times 10 and in every single episode sometimes for no reason at all. There's absolutely no way this version of the show could end up on network television with its unprecedented amount of skin. But HBO set a precedent and now it's not uncommon to see this type of content being made for the streaming services. But once you get past all of the gratuitous nudity, this is actually kind of an interesting story. It's basically just a married couple who have found themselves in a rut and are each trying to figure out what to do next after one of their ex love of their lives come back into their life. And rather than just talking about things like grown adults or doing any number of reasonable steps, almost every character in the show makes the wrong decision at nearly every turn. Who the fuck are you? It somehow makes itself out to be a psychological thriller. Not in the typical sense of the genre, but rather because these characters are acting so far outside of their norm for nearly the past 10 years, not even they know what's about to happen next, and especially not the audience. And the show manages to build suspense without really feeling like it. It's subtle and understated. But like our main character Billy says, we're always waiting for the other shoe to drop and everything to blow up in spectacular fashion. I've seen a lot of shit shows in my life. But what you've been doing, that is some next level shit show shit. One of the biggest bright spots for the show was Sarah Shahi in the lead as Billy the story really relied heavily on her to carry it all the way through. And she did so nearly flawlessly. From playing the graduate college girl with zero cares in the world, to the postpartum mother questioning everything about her life, to everything in between. There was a lot for her to both do and be in the show and the strength of her emotional performances over the entire range was really incredible to watch. And this story is almost just as much as Billy's husband Cooper as it is about Billy. And I thought Mike Vogel did a really good job in the role as well. Especially in the first few episodes where the audience really didn't know where his mindset was or what he was about to do next. Unfortunately, his performance did seem to fall off just a bit for me towards the back half of the show, but that was really more of a byproduct of the writing rather than the actor himself. And while the writing overall was pretty good, I did have a few problems with it here and there throughout the season. Mostly with the dialogue, which left a lot to be desired. I don't even recognize myself. It's like I became a monster. At times, it was either too on the nose, and at others, it was just beating around the bush. Like it had trouble finding a happy medium between the two, leaving the dialogue just a bit awkward coming out of the characters' mouths. That's not exactly how I see it. (laughs) I mean, it's not technically cheating if it happens right in front of your wife's face at a sex party you both agreed to be at, is it? (laughs) Overall, I liked what this show was doing. Most of the season was pretty good. I wasn't a fan of how everything played out in the finale. Like our characters had struggled the whole season to take one step forward, but then immediately take two steps back, undoing everything the season had been working towards. I do wake up next to him every day, and I am happy. But... It's not enough. But on the other hand, the directing and cinematography were top-notch in every scene and really helped to cover up a lot of this show's sins. And as a whole, this show was a twisted but interesting love story with intrigue, suspense, great characters, and a plot that keeps making you want to know what's gonna happen next. It isn't for everyone. It isn't even for most people. But if you're able to get past the very in your face and graphic nature of this show, you just might end up enjoying the real story underneath. What are you gonna do? I don't know. I line. But if you've already seen Netflix's Sex Life, let me know your thoughts on it in the comments below. And if you're still here, please do give this a like and go ahead and subscribe for more reviews like this. We've got new content coming out every Tuesdays and Fridays. But until next time, have a great day and don't forget to watch a great show. Bye. I've been trying not to think of you for eight years. Yeah. Tell me you never think about me. Because you're mine. What are you going to do? I don't know.